the most connected man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. We are Shucky Ducky is the man. Oh, Shucky Ducky was a way for me to say I am thrilled to be here. Why not just say that? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. You know, I once said Shucky Ducky to my wife and I got slapped. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Mark K. This is the Herman Cain Show. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. 877-310-2100. Herman Cain is out today. I'm here. And uh, we got three big things that we're talking about all day long. Three. Hollywood is becoming increasingly conservative. Uh, one of the most high-profile stars came out and said, hey, we should have guns in school. Two. Plus, there's a Republican on the cover of Vanity Fair magazine. And it's good for the party. And finally, the biggest thing going on today. One. one. Government spying. It's back and badder than ever. Well, maybe not better than ever. And we bring in right now the expert, the guy that knows just about everything about everything, or at least he's convincing enough to sound like he does. Washington insider Jamie Dupree joins us. Jamie, hey, Mark, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how are you? How's hey, Washington? We just had just, uh, they just announced the vote a few seconds ago. The Senate has just voted 83 to 14 to end debate on this NSA reform bill that has been held up in recent days by Senator Rand Paul and others. Uh -huh. So uh, we are on our way at some point, either later today or it could leak into tomorrow. You never want to make predictions about the Senate, as I always uh, tell my younger <laughs> journalistic colleagues here when there was one guy who came to me earlier today and said, my desk keeps demanding to know when the Senate's going to vote on this. And I looked at him and I said, just tell them it's the Senate. So by later today, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, we'll just have to figure out in coming hours, this bill will get through and approved by the Senate. And then we'll figure out if the Senate is going to make any minor changes to it and send it back to the House. The basics of this, it will restore a few of these provisions on yeah. surveillance that expired Sunday night. Okay, on, so what do we have to stop doing when this passes? Um, well, it's not that what we have to stop doing. They will start again with roving oh, okay. wiretaps for terrorism suspects. Gotcha. They will be able to have surveillance on lone wolf uh, terror suspects. Okay. And then the whole issue, and this has been the big one, of course, Mark, has been on collecting bulk phone records. That has ended now because the authority went away with part of the Patriot, uh, Patriot Act that expired. They will restore that section, but they will say in the future, if the NSA wants to get access to phone records for an investigation of a terrorism plot, they have to go to a court, they have to get a warrant, and then they can go in and get that data. So the only thing the data goes, instead of being in the hands of the NSA, they go to the phone companies to get gotcha. that data. So that's so the So it's a softer, change. gentler bulk data collection than we're yeah. used to. Yeah, no, that's exactly the way I would describe it. I was just speaking with one senator downstairs, a Republican, and he said, you know, okay, if you want the data in the hands of the phone companies rather than the NSA, and that makes you feel better, fine, go ahead and do it. But it's still going to be able to be queried by the NSA in the course of a terrorism investigation. Jamie, uh, is this all retroactive? I mean, it's, it'll be two, three, maybe even four days that we've had no restrictions uh, or none of this uh, data collection ability. Are they going to make it retroactive? So let's say Monday night I was doing something, my phone records would be accessible? No. I, well, they could still get those phone records. It doesn't matter that there's been this right. lapse. I mean, they could still find a way to present a warrant to a court and go get those. It's just that they are not collecting them anymore. The, the NSA, for several 
several years, had basically ordered the phone companies to hand over all the records. So they Got would it. take that data, ship it off to the NSA. Now the phone companies will hold on to that data. And much like a regular thing, I mean, imagine imagine a local police case where they want to go to the phone companies for maybe some, you know, data on texts or cell mm -hmm. phone uh, calls, things like that. You could go get a warrant and go ask for that. That's sort of the situation, the system that they're going to set up under this new reform bill. Okay. So now the rule is uh, definitely pay your phone bill because you don't want the phone company mad at you. And what's really interesting <laughs> is the divide here within Republican ranks and the the full-blown in-your-face uh, between Senator Rand Paul and other Republicans. I just spoke downstairs with a few Republicans who just, you know, the mention of Rand Paul, you could just see them seething. Uh, Senator Jim Inhofe of Oklahoma just told me, and I want to quote him correctly here, because yeah. uh, uh, we were downstairs, and I said, I, I hadn't even asked him about Rand Paul, and he, he volunteered himself. He said, we have <laughs> one individual, Rand Paul, who's exploiting this for his own purposes. Inhofe then went on to say, quote, I more concerned about the safety of my 20 kids and grandkids than Rand Paul's political future. Wow, so just, words. just as there are a lot of people who look at lawmakers and say, oh, you're a bunch of old fuddy-duddies, you're the problem, and a lot of them sort of have signed on to the Rand Paul bandwagon. Let me tell you, there's a lot of fellow... It, I haven't seen this kind of animosity directed at one senator since maybe John McCain and how he was vilified by a lot of his fellow Republicans back in 2008. And I'll tell you what, that makes me think Rand Paul's onto something if everybody hates him. Uh, we talked a little bit, I mean, we talked a lot about it this past hour. Is it that the Senate, that the uh, congressional Republicans want to hold on to the power for the next president who they're hoping is a Republican? Uh, no, I think that a lot of them simply believe that the, um, and, and Senator Inhofe is one, he yeah. frankly, uh, uh, and Senator Johnny Isaacson of Georgia, I spoke to him a few minutes earlier, they think Rand Paul has basically told a lot of lies. And they'll say that. They think that he has said stuff that just flat out is not true about the surveillance efforts of U.S. intelligence and the government. And so they think that in the end, what we're doing is we're sort of, uh, you know, trimming our own sales and our own ability to check out terrorists and get information. You know, it's that natural friction that is yeah. there. In the aftermath of 9-11, uh, the Patriot Act got through with very little opposition. I would bet if they brought that same bill back right now, there would be a lot of people who would be reluctant to vote for it and would argue that the government is doing too much. But uh, within the Republican Party, there has always been sort of a more aggressive nature when it comes to intelligence and defense. And Rand Paul obviously has tried to sort of do a different uh, path. And just as his dad four years ago and eight right. years ago took a lot of flack from Republicans, I would think that we're watching the same kind of thing happening, except this time with Rand Paul. The son. Is it work? It, people are saying he's exploiting it for political gain. I mean, I've been reading a lot of polls today. It seems like it's working. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people, obviously. But I would say this national polling, I try not to pay any attention to. It's that state-by-state -state polling that'll be interesting. And, you know, can he use this? Certainly, Rand Paul has been able to attract a lot of interest uh, from, you know, younger voters. And, I mean, he went out to UCAL Berkeley, not yep. exactly, shall we say, a haven of republicanism or anything like that. And he got a thunderous welcome. But there are still a lot of rank-and-file Republicans, just as there were with his dad, who just aren't sold on his worldview. And that's still going to be, for him, it's one of his biggest selling points. But it's also one of his biggest stumbling blocks. Plus, he's on Snapchat, so that'll help. All right, let's. Should we talk about the IRS? Should we move on to that story? Because that's yeah, a huge story that you've been covering as yeah, well. We got a hearing. It's going on uh, right now. In fact, uh, uh, there's two hearings today in the Senate on this uh, data breach that occurred mm -hmm. last week. And I have to say, after listening to the first uh, little while of that hearing today, there wasn't much new information that was put out there by the IRS chief as to how this uh, data breach occurred. They're still pointing the finger of blame at sort of Russia, Eastern Europe, and the you know, organized uh, crime that uh, that. Exploded 
exploits, a lot of uh, stolen IDs on the Internet and more. You know, the one thing that I think really has people worried was in order to burrow into this portal on IRS.gov and get all this tax information, these people had to have very detailed information already about uh, these over 100,000 Americans to get into this system. So they're uh, evaluating it and trying to figure out whether or not they need to do more in terms of, of security. But obviously it highlights the already big problem for the IRS of tax fraud and, and, and stolen identities and being able to file fraudulent tax returns. So uh, a lot of hand-wringing, but no real answers on what exactly is going on. Are we going to be looking for more IRS reform? I mean, I mean, we always talk about it. We always talk about reforming the IRS and making sweeping changes. Is anything like that going to come out of this, or it's nah, just too soon to tell? I don't think so. I think, look, there's uh, the, there's a simple kind of argument that's going on here, Mark, and that is the lawmakers will say, hey, you got to do more stuff to safeguard this, and the IRS <laughs> chief will look back and say, yeah, quit cutting our budget every year. And then then the Republicans will look look back and say, hey, we're not raising your budget on this. So we'll see. Uh, As of now, there doesn't seem to be one thing you can put your finger on as to why this occurred. But obviously, it is a big, big deal. I mean, our boss always wants us to do more for the same amount, if not less money. So I don't know why the IRS should be any different. Well, that's uh, that's what a lot of lawmakers (laughs) argue, too. And that's why the Republicans, I think, have not faced that much of a backlash nationally. Uh, Now, in terms of reform of the IRS, like getting rid of it or anything, like that. Uh, the both parties are still just a lot of talk, and I don't expect we're going to see major reforms anytime soon. Okay. Uh, TSA, uh, something there too, huh? Yeah, how about that? Uh, last night, well, first it was yesterday, we got these reports about, and we've we've had from time to time these reports that raise red flags, that they send over undercover teams in, and they are able to get all kinds of stuff past the uh, security checkpoints at mm-hmm. airports. This one worse than others, seemingly. But then it was funny because last night, there I am working, it was about 8 o'clock, there was an email that came in from the Secretary of Homeland and defense. And he said, well, we're going to shake up things and uh, make a full review of airport security measures in the wake of this. And then about two hours later, this email shows up that says, oh, yeah, by the way, the acting chief of uh, the TSA, yeah, he's going to a new job. And it doesn't really say that he got booted out because of that or anything. But you just sort of look at that and you think, really? Okay, yeah, that's going to happen. And uh, he's being transferred to a new top job within the Department of Homeland Security. And anyway, he wasn't even going to be the leader of the TSA for that much longer because they've nominated somebody new, the head of the Coast Guard, I think, to be the head of the TSA. But yeah, it seemed to me that the, there there was sending a bit of a message, though, as always happens seemingly here in D.C., you get promoted. Right. Uh, yeah. You fail up. Is you basically fail what up is. is basically what happens. Yes. <laughs> that's a, well, that's comforting to know. That's, but at least he's not in a position where he can actually do anything day to day to harm us. It'll just be a more of a big picture. I think he's uh, going to, if I remember correctly, he's going to be the head of the office of local uh, police security or something like that in the Department of Homeland Security. I know somebody who works over at DHS and he said, unfortunately, in his mind, it's becoming, uh, he describes it to me as a dumping ground, he said, for people who have failed upward, basically, in all kinds of different federal agencies around the country. I mean, you think there'd be another federal agency we could send them to, the EPA or something. I mean, why does it have to be the Department of Homeland Security? Yeah, that, I don't know. They're, they're, I guess maybe uh, you can hide them more easily there. I, I, guess, I guess so. All right, and then I was reading your blog. My favorite website, well, okay, my favorite website I really shouldn't mention on the air, but my second favorite website, jamiedupree.com, there's this story about psychic readings at a, at a VA party. Uh, this is a great story. There were two VA officials who were uh, higher-ups. They were suspended yesterday, but with pay 
pay, mind you, Mark, with of pay. Course. So of it's course. not that big of a uh, of a punishment at this point in I time. I mean, that's the best kind of suspension. Yes, exactly. And and what they got in trouble for was they're up in Philly and, you know, big wigs there at the VA regional offices. One woman had a party in which she invited other VA workers, and some of them indicated they felt like they were being leaned on at this party to pay 30 35 bucks for a psychic reading. The mm. psychic reading was done by the wife of a top VA executive in the Philly <laughs> office, and so these people were the guy's underlings. So they, they, they even told the investigators that they, there was bickering going on amongst people. They wanted to get the reading done fast so they could leave the party as quickly as possible. So uh, this guy then, they do more investigation and find out his wife has been making thousands and thousands of dollars from doing these readings, and of course... He's never reported the income to the IRS. Yeah, waiting exactly. for that one. I'll tell you what. You'd think if his wife was psychic, he would have seen all this that trouble one coming, coming, wouldn't he? Bada bang! Where's the rim <laughs> shot exactly? <laughs> so yeah, your force. It it makes me feel the way our you know our general manager comes in with his granddaughter's cookie order. Exactly. Like, you, you better don't feel like you need to buy. Oh cookies. no, no, you don't have to, but. But we're photocopying this before it goes back to the report. Exactly. All right, so what are we looking at for today? We're waiting on this big vote. We're waiting for uh, the USA Freedom Act. Yeah, the, we'll figure out whether or not we're going to have a, a final vote in the Senate, whether or not then they kick it back to the House uh, over the next few hours. It could conceivably go into tonight. So that's the big thing we'll be watching today. Okay, well, Herman, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm sure you guys will both be discussing it. Follow Jamie Dupree on Twitter because that's how I make people think that I'm smart. I just read his tweets and then I, you know, steal them as my own. Uh, and Jamie, it's jamiedupree.com? Absolutely. And at Jamie Dupree on Twitter. And we'll see you, Mark. Jamie Dupree, Washington Insider. We'll be right back. It's the Herman when Cain you're Show. Listening to Herman Cain. Herman Cain. You won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. We had a lot of people still hanging on the line to talk about the USA Freedom Act, that and why Bruce Jenner's transformation may actually be good for the political party. We'll talk about that, too. It's on the way. The Herman Cain Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.